I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, Ron. I, I, and now My I know pleasure. The, I know the film begins in Toronto. Are you from Toronto? Yeah, I live here. Oh, oh great. Okay. Originally moved from India. That was years ago, but I live in Toronto. Yeah, and I identify as Torontonian for what good that does to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <sighs> well, I, I really appreciate you chatting with me. Coven is a no fascinating worries. film. It, it really yeah, is. I'm happy. I'm always happy to chat about the film. And, you know, I, I love interviews and just talking about the process is, is so much fun. So ask away. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, I'm just one. Well, I mean, let's let's start with how did you how did you come to be associated with the film? Why did you want to? Tell um, me? Well, Ed Ed Barwild of Storyline and I have worked on many films together. This is our third film together, and we had a lot of fun making. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's called League of Exotic Dancers. It was a film about aging burlesque dancers in Vegas, and that was opening night film at Hot Docs um, <clears throat> around four to five years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So after that, we said, you know, it's really fun. Let's do something real fun. And what do we do? And we just literally just, you know, throwing ideas around. And um, someone said witches. And I was like, actually, witches is really good because I grew up in India. And for me, magic and supernat the supernatural was never something out there. It was always kind of part of our life. Um, growing up, uh, you know, we were told uh, that there's a female guardian spirit that um, guards over the women in the family. Or we were taken to like shamanistic rituals where there would be these, you know, uh, priests that were dancing or the oracles. And for us, we were like, yeah. And then we just continue our daily life. And, and then, of course, as a teen, I started reading about King Arthur. Like I was always obsessed, fairly obsessed with um, the other world or, or just reading about, you know, it was just so much fun. And uh, I never thought I wanted to be a witch or anything. It was just a very literary passion for uh that kind of uh, literature and then of course the more i started researching it's like actually modern day witches that's such a cool idea i'm so stunned no one has actually made a film about it so then the more i researched i was like yes and i realized i wanted to do it with my brand of filmmaking which is a fe very feminist lens like i like to look at everyday topics or bizarre topics with a very feminist lens and that just brings a very different angle to things which i like so I started thinking, okay, so the film is it's going to be outwardly about witches, but actually it's going to be about women's anger. Mm. And then I, I knew I had like a thesis, a concept, and then I started researching and meeting more people. And that's when, uh, after meeting characters, um, Laura and Andra, is when I realized that could actually be a film here. Because, you know, you, you always start out thinking, huh, that's interesting. I wonder if, if there's more. Because I make feature length films, it has to have a journey or a quest, something that draws people in. And I think the more I researched, it was um, very satisfying to find that there actually was a film. Actually, I could have made a series on it, you know? So yeah, I'm very happy with how it turned out. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is great. And I'm glad you brought that up because the, um, this is very much a film about, about feminine power. Yes. Um, and it's, it, it, it's funny, even at the opening of the film, there's an interesting conversation where, you know, that uh, they're talking about talking about the, the church historically. And it says, and there's men who are doing it. But if they uh, but if they were women. Yeah, I just think it's such an interesting thing. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? The role of of feminism as it connects with with witches and Wiccan beliefs? 
the youth. Absolutely. I, I honestly think if the major religions of the world had allowed women into the folds very early on, there wouldn't even have been such a thing as witchcraft because um, which, the term witch itself is something that I think uh, Christianity labeled a lot of women because of you know the whole powerful struggle because obviously religions, any man-made institution is about power. And I found that, you know, women were marginalized. The more history I read, obviously we know about the witch trials. And it was and it was fascinating because the more I read, and I think in the film, the Scottish Lord also says that uh, women of property were labeled as witches a lot because then they could, uh, the, the people calling, accusing her could have, could remove, take away her property. Mm. So it's definitely about property and money and power and I think it's it was also about obviously it was about uh, Christianity taking over paganism and pushing paganism aside and saying that is evil. And it really is about the binary vision that uh, a lot of religions have: good, bad, you know, Satan, uh, God, that kind of thing. And I think the minute you label someone as witch, then you're okay to stone them to death or to hang them or to burn them, right? So for sure, I think feminism plays such a huge part. And I'm honestly, I'm stunned that no one has even made the connection because I think it's so obvious um, that uh, the more marginalized women got, the more easy they were to be accused or for the townspeople to turn on them. And 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 the witch trials, the Salem witch trials really shows us in a weird way and how easy it was really to, to just take a perfectly normal housewife and, you know, make her a, a villain. And there's really no, what are you gonna say? The devil doesn't visit me at night? Like the, it's ridiculous. I've been reading a lot about the actual trial and it's in today's context, it's it's hilarious. But at that time, I'm sure it must've been scary as hell to be just, you know, uh, accused. And yeah, for sure, feminism is um, such a huge part of, of taking back that power, I think that women lost by uh, the whole uh, term witchcraft. I mean, witches, actually. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that uh, comments made in the film is uh, referred to power as power with. Yeah. I, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that, the idea of power with as a definition of power. Yeah, I loved it when Andra said that because um, I really think that uh, the wars of the world are created by men. Hmm. And for them, it is about power... Uh, against. But I think women, um, and I don't want to go to the cliche of saying women are, are nurturing, and it's not that at all. It's more about us growing all together, and it is about um, women trying to get back what power they lost. That's why I find when younger women who haven't really studied the history of feminism ask for things, I'm sorry, you haven't earned it yet. You got to understand what feminism, it's not about putting men down. It's about bringing women up. It's about equality. You know, you don't have to, men are not the enemy. It's history and, and fear that's the enemy. And I think that's what Andra was trying to say, that it's about power with. All we're asking is for a place at the table. You know, we're not asking people to get out or step down or anything. We're just saying, include us in discussions, especially about our bodies include us in discussions about legality. So I think it's, for me, it was always, the film was always going to be talking about the larger um, uh, experiences of living as women in today's world. 
because that's why you see very little archive. And I think it, it works beautifully because initially I did think the film would be a lot about archival footage. We had kept aside a bit of budget for that. But I think because of the modern day witches, they were so articulate and so strong. It just became a, a story about today's uh, witches, but also about today's women in general. And I find making a film, you need that sort of universality where anyone in the audience, no matter how they identify, has to look at it and say, oh, I get that, you know, I think it's so relevant. So for me, that's very important to make a film that is of today, that is for the younger women today, where um, like um, my producer's daughter is 16 years old, and I was like very interested in what she thought of the film, because I think that's so important to make feminism interesting for the up and coming generation instead of it being blah, blah, blah. Like, I, and I, that's so scary in the US where feminism has again been co-opted and uh, women are made to think that they are evil for <laughs> not wanting uh, to bow down, you know? So yeah, it's it's complicated. <laughs> well, and, and and I mean, not only women as well. I mean, the film draws a strong line between uh, between uh, Wicca and the LGBTQ community. Yes, absolutely. And, which yeah. is fascinating yeah. as well. You talk about being on the fringes. Yes, and... exactly. And yeah, it is definitely like we did actually have a trans person in our uh, as a character earlier, but they were a little worried that and they were from the a community, the church community. So it's not just coming out as trans, it's coming out as a witch that actually said they said that their life would be in danger. And I was like, you know what? I don't want if if such a thing happens like so then we she they stepped out of the of the film and that was okay um and yeah so for sure i think a lot about uh, witchcraft uh, attracts the marginalized communities you know and in fact in one of our q and a's uh, a, a man stood up and said can a man be a witch As we were like of course a man it's not about gender it's not about race it's not about color or age it's more about um, making things happen and wishing things into existence that I think, and that's why I don't like labels. Uh, I think labels re are reductive. And uh, that's what I'm hoping that the film comes across as. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, again, Wicca I found was again, trying to be a religion with rules, a set of rules and dogma, you know? So I don't know if, if as, as humans we are drawn to such things where just give me a set of rules and I live by it, you know, it could be easy. <laughs> it's more difficult to sit down and form your own sense of what the universe is about and what is good and what is bad, right? So I think that's a kind of a humble attempt at that, uh, as it were. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you, you, we walk with these young women as they, they connect with their, their history and ancestry you know, whether, you know, going through Scotland and, and so many things, but there's a real, there seems to be a real interest in connecting with history. And they talk about things like their past lives and their connection to Salem and, and whatnot. Um, what do you think we get today when we connect with our past? Um, again, I think going back to my personal culture, um, the, the ancient cultures had things like ancestor worship. Mm. And while I don't necessarily uh, advocate that, I do think we need to know our personal and larger history so that we don't make the same mistakes, but we do revere where we come from, because I think it's so important. And I think that's what the whole search for your history is, where if you don't know where you come from, how do you know where you're going to go to, you know? 
it's as simple as that. Like, who am I? Why am I here? Is such a fundamental question uh, of existence that I think the minute, like for Laura, <clears throat> the minute she found out, oh my God, like it was unbelievable that she had two witches in her family history. Like how crazy is that? And I think that's what serves to see, or, or say Andra going back to Romania, where you see the sadness, you see, uh, you know, the, the communist regime. And it's so, um, it's, that's why for me, the personal is always political. You know, you, you are shaped by your culture, your history, your personal history, your family history. You know, uh, did, you, did your parents believe in, in bringing up women the same way as men, or girl, daughters as sons? All this actually goes into making us who we are. And uh, for Leilani too, right? She was a very, uh, she was always cracking jokes and, but she really like, and I did not anticipate it. She didn't anticipate it when she went to New Orleans, that facade really crumbled. And I think that was so interesting because it kind of gets to you, it gets to her and we observing her, it gets to us, you know, even now I choke up every time I see the witches going through that transformation. And yes, for that, that's why I think the past is so important. and. And what we lost, I think, is also part of that, where um, histories that are lost to us or that we're still searching for, it's all um, such a mix, right? And, and we're hoping that that's what makes it relevant today to us uh, and to our children and to those who come after. It's just a continuum. And you're only as good as what you are trying to do in, in a way. I was wondering just personally, what what surprised you most about this journey as you're as you're deep diving into which culture? I think what surprised me most, I still remember for me that was really the beginning of the film in a way, mm. when um, uh, Laura goes into the deep hypnosis. Mm. Yes, uh, it's yeah because she, it was not like I was not supposed to film it. Um, in fact, it was actually a step before that. Let me go back a bit. It was actually when she met the cousin that she's never met. Okay. That was the first surprise because um, she was honestly, when I met her, she was just this young witch and she was like, oh, I'm looking for a coven. And we had no idea. And I was like, I don't want to do something, but I don't know, women wearing black nail polish and saying I'm a witch. So who cares? Right. Right? It's like, right. yeah, like, ah, whatever. And Halloween. Yeah, no one cares. And suddenly one day she was like, you know, I have a cousin and she's been doing a family history. I was like, family history, that could be interesting. And we didn't know what we were going to get. So we went and filmed for whatever it was worth. And suddenly on camera, the cousin says, you are the great, 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 the granddaughter. We were like, whoa, what has happened? I called up my producer and said, you will never believe this. So that was really the start. And then on the way back in the car, Laura says, you know, Rama, I remember that I had asked, I told my mother that I was, a, I think I'm a witch reborn. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I said, okay, let's have you talk to your mother. Let's go film that. So really for me, that was so surprising in a way. It was so uh, shockingly relevant that I was like, oh my God, is this really happening? Because it feels so good and right that it feels fake almost. What if people think I faked it? Because Laura had no idea what was happening. I had no, we were like pulled, you know how you feel when you're it's like hooked and you're pulled into the story. And then suddenly she was in this hypnosis and it was uncovering more and more and more. And then we went to Scotland. It was just, so for me, it's really surprising. And that's what I think documentary does so beautifully where as a filmmaker, you think, okay, so this is the arena I want to play in. But when one of the players starts, you know, really 
punching and I'm like, whoa. So that was a huge and a very good surprise that the film kind of goes into these places which I didn't, I could not predict. And that's surprising and that's great. So yeah, and then again, Stonehenge for me was, it's not a surprise, but it was something that I loved. Getting two hours alone yeah. is in without crowds because we were thinking of uh, filming there during the summer. Um, um, uh, like there were different spots we could film it, but there were such crowds and people partying in Stonehenge. Like we didn't want that in the film. So luckily we got permission for two, two hours early morning. We were there at like 5 a.m. It was so beautiful. That was another very, very um, satisfying, fulfilling kind of uh, part to shoot. So yeah, so that was pretty much what surprised me. I think the whole film surprises me <laughs> every time I watch it. It really is something. It really is. It's a great film. And I really appreciate it, Rama. Thank you so much for your time. Thank really you so much. It. Okay, thanks so much. Okay. Have a great I know, day. I'm glad we made this work. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye.